Sorry, I don't love you. A friend I've grown accustomed to. Cause with you, if something isn't wrong, something isn't wrong, something isn't right. I wish you could be happy. of Welcome to Geekdom. This week I have Ian Baldwin on to talk all about graphic design. Now he is way more of a graphic design person than I am. All I can really say I've done is create the logo for this podcast with the help of him and Jacob Tender providing me some feedback to kind of just fine tune it and everything. So Ian, one, thank you for that. And two, welcome to the podcast. No problem. Thanks for having me on. No problem. And what is your basic definition of graphic design? I'm sure everyone has their own, but for me, it's just a way to communicate a message or an idea in a graphic form and just being able to get it across through like an image or, you know, a group of images. Yeah, so I think it's fair to say, you know, graphic design isn't something that only applies to, you know, logos and company branding and that sort of stuff. You can use graphic design for a ton of different things. And I know your main focus is doing album artwork for bands and even sometimes, you know, merch designs, t-shirt designs and what have you. Right. Yeah, I've been trying to branch out to doing also like more logos and branding work. Right. But yeah, like I've been focusing mostly on musicians for the past like five or six years. Yeah. So let's take this back to the beginning real quick. When did you first get into graphic design? Was it something you majored in in college, found an interest in in high school or what? Uh, mostly self-taught, but the first initial introduction I had to graphic design was in high school, uh, taking a multimedia class. Right. And you know, at before that, I didn't even know that it could be a career uh, for me or and whatnot. So initially, just like, you know, talking to my high school counselor, they asked me what I was interested in and said, like, hey, like this might be a good program for you to get into um, and learn more about, you know, what could make this into a job for you in the future. High school was also my first experience with graphic design. I was taking a very similar class. You know, they taught us how to use Photoshop, Dreamweaver. We did some videos and edited those and, you know, presented them to the class. So mm-hmm. it it was definitely a multimedia thing. And, you know, I remember at the time, it's like I had Photoshop down so well, but it was like, I think Adobe Photoshop CS2. And then by the time I started using it again, it was, I believe, on CS6, which, correct me if I'm wrong, was the last one before they went the Creative Cloud route. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, yeah, all my bootleg copies were either CS5 or CS6. <laughs> so yeah. I only started recently paying for the subscription about a year and a half ago. You know, with you, you're trying to do this as you know a full part-time job basically because i know Mm -hmm. you are now working at an apple store right i will be Um, okay my last week at my current job as a production artist is this coming week 
Awesome. And I'll be working part-time doing retail for them at Apple and then doing this full-time, you know, whenever I have time. <laughs> right. So it's it's nice to kind of transition and, like, make this more of my focus again. Yeah. So, yeah, really excited for that. Yeah, so this is definitely something you are hoping to be making a pretty good living off of. But for some people, graphic design is sort of just, you know, a hobby, like, for me, it wouldn't make sense for me to pay for, you know, the Adobe Creative Cloud every month if I'm literally only doing, you know, graphic design for some of my own stuff that mm-hmm. I'm not making money off of, you know. So are there any alternatives? I know some people do a lot of work in paint and, you know, those apps that you kind of can just get for free. But is there any other alternative you can think of that doesn't necessarily have the power of Photoshop, but can get the job done in a pinch? Uh, there's a few. There's a site called Canvas that I've been seeing a lot of my, you know, friends that aren't necessarily graphic designers, but they need to get something done relatively quickly. Right. But it basically has like templates that you can build off of that are pre-made. And some of them are free and then others you pay for. There's a program called GIMP that I'm aware of that is basically similar like interface like Photoshop, but isn't, it's a free open source program. Yeah. Uh, and there's also an app that's become pretty popular among like UX and UI designers called Sketch. And I think it's like $100 one time right. uh, payment. And you, I'm, I don't think there's a lot of photo editing you can do in it, but it's great for like mocking up. Uh, apps or websites and doing more like illustrated type work so yeah there's definitely options out there you know yeah and obviously if you're someone who's doing just straight illustration and everything you can easily do something like that in paint whether or not it will have all of the tools you necessarily want is another story because like I mentioned earlier, I went from, you know, using CS2 in high school to then having a copy of CS6 through an internship I did. And I had no clue where anything was anymore. It's like, you know, all of the tools were in a different place and I was completely lost and did not remember how to use Photoshop at all. So, you know, slowly but surely, I've kind of been getting myself back up to speed with what tools do what and everything. And I know, Personally, I've checked out sites like Udemy, I believe is Mm -hmm. how it's pronounced, and Coursera. And, you know, those are sites that they offer both typically free and paid classes you can take just Mm -hmm. to learn, you know, more so the basics of Photoshop and everything. It's the paid ones that kind of go more in depth and get very specific. But if you're someone like me who just kind of dabbles in it here and there when, you know, you don't have the money to go get design work done or something. And it's a fairly simple thing. Like anyone who has seen the logo for this podcast is aware it's not complicated by any means. Mm-hmm. It's literally some vector art and font, <laughs> you know, that's it. Right. And I mean, sometimes that's all you really need to get your message across. Right. And you, and you can always expand on those ideas in the future, you know, when you ever either have more time to, create something better or you just want to hire a professional to take your idea and take it further but I think some people make the mistake of not even trying so in your case like props to you to even doing something you know because a lot of people I think are afraid of rejection or uh, being criticized and 
I think when people criticize somebody else for taking initiative to create something, whether it be graphic design or uh, music or art, you know, right. it's like it's be, it's out of insecurity because they're not willing to put themselves out there themselves, you know, and, which I think is really really stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and for me obviously it made sense to you know go to you and go to Jacob for feedback because I know you you guys both are able to do graphic design in a much better capacity than I am and Mm -hmm. you know it's not like I was asking some random graphic designer I've never spoken to to Mm -hmm. check this out and you know take time out of their day for someone they don't even know and I feel like that is something that most people wouldn't want to do to, you know, be criticized from by someone they don't even know. And right. I think, you know, that sometimes will deter them from even trying if they don't know anyone in graphic design or music or, you know, artists or what have you. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's kind of a downside to people who want to sort of dip their toes in and get started in graphic design because sometimes people feel like you need to go to school for this. And I mean, I went to school for music industry. So obviously, you know, not all majors are, you know, business and marketing and engineering and what have you. There are more artsy type majors, but Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes people feel like going to school for something like graphic design maybe doesn't make sense for them especially if they aren't entirely sure it's a career path they want to go down. Right. And I think there's no like incorrect way to like learn either. If some people are more comfortable going into a classroom and kind of being like told what to learn in my case and many other cases uh, for people kind of figuring out what you need to know as you need to know it is a better approach because then you're getting that like real world experience of like, okay, this is in demand right now, or this, you know, certain skill is in demand right now. So I should be learning this in school. They have a curriculum that's kind of been predetermined, you know, when it was created and they don't always uh, tweak it or change it as often as like trends are changing and certain learning styles are becoming more popular. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and dive into what tools specifically you use? You mentioned, you know, paying for Adobe Creative Cloud, and that's obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, the place where you go for Illustrator and Photoshop. Is there one or the other that you prefer of those two? I know some people can do everything they need in Photoshop, while others who are, you know, creating a graphic image from scratch are more likely to lean towards Illustrator. Yeah, I mean, I've used both depending uh, on the project. Right. I've also used Photoshop for quote-unquote incorrect things. Like, it was originally created for photo editing, but I've used it for mocking up websites and um, creating logos when, in all actuality, you can do the same thing in Illustrator, but Illustrator is more meant for illustrations or logos or even you could mock up websites in illustrator it doesn't really it's like really a personal preference you know because uh adobe has created um plugins and tools that you can use to accommodate the people that started doing web design in photoshop rather than dreamweaver or they started doing a specific project in illustrator instead of doing it in like lightroom you know like 
well you can't edit photos in illustrator obviously but they've kind of accommodated to how users are starting to have started to use it which is great because they really listen to the community of designers that use their products. Did I did I answer your question? Yeah, definitely because you know you mentioned logos typically should be started in Illustrator, and that's absolutely what I did not do. I did mine completely in Photoshop just because I was more familiar with that. And you know when you open Illustrator, at least on CS6, you just get the toolbar. You don't even right. really get like a full app or anything. So it's kind of like if you have a- other apps open in the background, you're like, what is this thing that just opened on my computer? And I feel like with Illustrator, if you've never used it, there's a bit more of a learning curve than, say, Photoshop, which, you know, looks a little more friendlier just on, you know, opening it for the first time. Oh, yeah. Illustrator gave me a hard time the first, like, you know, couple months I used it until I had a couple classes under my belt and, like, just doing tutorials on my own. Takes a lot of practice. Yeah, and aside from those two sites I mentioned earlier, Coursera and Udemy, you can always literally just go on YouTube and search for what you want to do, and someone will have a tutorial video up. And sometimes it'll take you two, three videos to find the one that really fits what you're looking for, but pretty much anything can be found either in how-to pages or videos if you just Google it. That's personally what I've done every time I've needed to sort of figure something out and didn't want to bother people with all of my questions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, definitely, definitely check out the internet, YouTube, great resources, everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Adobe too, um, with yeah. Creative Cloud, they offer um, like the help section for that. It seems like they offer a lot more like how to's and, you know, resources for learning. So it's definitely become more like user friendly and a sense of like you can learn within the program. Yeah, definitely. Which is awesome. And for you, did you sort of just start doing graphic design for your own stuff. I know we talked about this when you were on Misaligned about you being in several bands. Was that really mm-hmm. when you started focusing on graphic design and doing stuff for yourself before you went out and started getting clients and other bands and what have you? Yeah, it was definitely out of necessity um, and needing it for my own projects and bands. And then it, I started getting hit up by other people and just pursuing you know, asking, hey, would you, would this help your band out? I wasn't making a lot of money because I didn't really know how to price things at the time. And yeah. I'm still like struggling with that, but have gotten a lot better. But it, as a whole, um, it was nice to like add value to people around me and giving them like better graphics than what they had created on their own. Just because I had gained a little bit of knowledge myself, you know, from being in high school doing that and then doing it for my own projects. Yeah, and do you find you enjoy graphic design more when you kind of just get to start from scratch and run with your own ideas, or do you like having a client come to you and saying, you know, I want this to look this way, you know, I want it to be more of a nature scene or, you know, what have you? Do you enjoy parameters more or just having the freedom to do whatever you want? Um, It depends on the project. I definitely like having at least, you know, a handful of constraints 
because that helps so you're not like throwing random ideas everywhere but I also do like the projects where they give me like free reign to like kind of digest their songs or you know what product they want me to create like a logo for um, and have conversations around those because I think the more you discuss and figure out what they need uh, it's going to help them in the long run besides just being like hey just create whatever you feels right right and when you started graphic design did the thought ever cross your mind that maybe you know you wanted to go to school for that or was it something you were just set on teaching yourself the entire time um, I had went to a community college up in Canton for a semester doing web development okay and that I didn't do that for long because it was like relatively related related to graphic design but not like 100 percent um and then i went to a community college in dayton uh called sinclair for graphic design for a semester and it just i didn't really have a desire after trying it for a semester because i was so used to teaching myself that it just felt weird and i was working two jobs at the at that time so it was just like too much to do at once I don't know if anybody else has had a similar experience, but when you're trying to go to school and also work to pay the bills, it can be very stressful. (laughs) Right. So I I opted for working and pursuing like my own design work rather than going to school to get a piece of paper. But I have thought about going back to school in the future um, if the opportunity comes up. Like I'm pretty sure Apple offers tuition reimbursement Right. So if it was something I felt like maybe going back to school for business or music or something, it might be worth it. But that's like, you know, down the road. Yeah. And when you first started doing graphic design out of necessity, did you realize right away that graphic design was something you really enjoyed? Or was it more of a tedious process at the time because you were still in that learning stage and trying to sort of figure out the best way to do things? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty tedious just having to, like, learn from failing, you know, like, you're not always sure how to accomplish what you want the first time you're having to learn from tutorials or if you want to try to get, you know, go into territory that maybe nobody has gone into trying things that might not make sense at first, but you just have to try every little combination of, like, blending images together or you know, blending different um, mediums like photography and uh, painting or photography and shapes, you know, geometric shapes or something. So yeah, it's going to be tedious. (laughs) Yeah. And for your process, I know you take a lot of photos on your own time and what have you. So when you are working on a graphic design project, do you typically start with a photo you take or a photo a client provides you and then you kind of do more of the graphic design work from there or have you had projects where you have completely started from scratch on the computer and created a full design on the computer Uh, i've had all those situations okay Uh, usually i have a client send me a mood board to kind of show me the look and feel of what they're wanting and sometimes they'll provide me with images from you know other either artwork or albums they enjoy or they'll just send me like hey I found this on the internet could we recreate something similar like a similar look and feel um so that helps as a starting point so I need to figure out if 
okay, do I need to go to like a stock photo website to get, get a couple images I can composite together? Or do we just need to like set up a photo shoot, you know, locally and go out on our own and like make something, you know, 100% original? But it, it is nice sometimes to just composite things together because you're not having to do so much extra work if it's not necessary. You don't have to like reinvent the wheel per se. Right. And obviously for album art, that's quite a bit different from creating a logo and everything. Is there any type that you prefer to work on or are you just happy doing any sort of graphic design at all? Um, I mean, I've tried to niche down over the years because I, I used to do like websites, posters, um, album artwork and logos and <laughs> like video stuff. Right. So I've tried to niche down to like more of just logos and artwork and I enjoy all those things, but it can get, it can be very stressful to do all those things for a client and they don't necessarily appreciate the time that you put into everything so by niching down it's easier to like be like hey I do this professionally like this is what I feel like I'm an expert in and they're able to like I think appreciate what you're doing more and seeing that you're not just giving them like you know really quick turnarounds just because you want to get it done Um, and I'm able to take more time on those things I think artwork's my favorite to do but logos are also it's a very rewarding process to like give a client something that represents their band or their brand um, and it can be used you know for not more than just like one cycle of a campaign or album it can be used for like their entire career if they choose when you do something like logo work do you tend to give them you know two three design mock-ups and then when they pick whichever one they like then you focus in on that and sort of you know finish it up and give them the final product um, I've done that in the past. Sometimes I'll do like a, a one concept approach to where like I might make a handful of logos to kind of feel out where I think it should go. And if I like land on something that I feel really represents their band or brand well, I can show it to them and be like, hey, like I created a ton of logos that aren't necessarily wouldn't work for you just from me knowing you guys and like how you want to be perceived this is the one that I felt was best and we can build on it and improve it you know with a couple revisions yeah and I know some people who are talented enough to do this I am likely not one of them they will draw out their designs first and Mm -hmm. then you know scan those in and refine them in illustrator or photoshop or what have you is that something you find yourself doing or are you more of a you know find the photo you want to use, find the style logo you want to have, and then just do it all in the computer instead of by hand. I'll sketch things out. I'm not the very best at sketching or drawing, but I will at least sketch out the position of where I want things and what, you know, it could be. Right. Um, Especially if like the band or the uh, brand sends me a mood board to go off of. It's like, okay, what, what elements of this can I take and turn into something brand new? an original um, based off of what they sent me. So, I mean, it definitely helps to get, you know, pen to paper because you're kind of able to like brain dump and like put everything on a page. And that way you're not like trying to think through your thoughts and like you get distracted really easily. And like, it's just easier to have it all in one place to look at, not on the computer. Right. And I know 
some people approach graphic design differently. Some people will strictly have designs that look very hand-drawn and everything, while other people will have, you know, all of these clean-cut designs. Is there one way or another that you prefer as far as that goes? I know I've seen a lot of your artwork, and a lot of it is, you know, images and finding the right font to go over those images to display mm -hmm. the artist and album title. But I know you and I have probably seen quite a few graphic designers who do things differently. Do you enjoy seeing those kind of contrasts between different types of artists or do you prefer more so one style of graphic design and that's kind of what you look at for inspiration and what have you? Um, typically, I mean, I go to sites like Dribbble um, where other designers post their work for inspiration, but I, I like drawing inspiration from everyday life and just like other there's a couple of design uh like there's a design form i created on chorus fm that i'll like see other people's work and then i'll go to like there's a facebook group can't recall the name of it i think it's like graphic design collective that i'll like go to sometimes just to see what everybody else is doing but it's not a place i want to go if i'm like working for a client you right. know because then i kind of like get distracted and like I don't have like my own thoughts necessarily but it's nice in between projects to go in those places and like post recent work I've done and see what everybody else is doing but I, I like you know, I don't like sticking to one style necessarily I think you kind of pigeonhole yourself in a way and like you just keep creating the same thing over and over again right so a goal I have for myself the remainder of this year is to like do some personal projects to kind of like try out some things see like where where my style is going because I don't think I really have like a set style necessarily yeah and that's sort of what I was going to ask you next do you strictly just do client work or do you find time to sort of just design things for fun whether or not you end up using them officially for anything because personally I've been going to I I have a friend who does a lot of art and everything she'll you know etch her stuff into lino and then you know put ink on it and then slap it on a piece of paper and then print out that image mm -hmm. which it sounds like I probably got the process wrong there but it's you know something close to that so she puts all the all of this time into this artwork that she's doing and then prints it all up herself and everything and I think going to some of her art shows and everything I've sort of just started to appreciate more not only you know graphic design but people who can just sit there and draw these things without any reference material or anything and it sort of just blows me away how many different ways people can express their art and everything and you know some people do it for money you know some of these people are commissioned by Marvel and DC to do artwork and whatever but sometimes you know they just do it on the side for fun and if they can make money off of it great so do you see yourself sort of heading that direction where yes you will have your set clients but then you'll still kind of branch out and do things for fun on the side oh yeah definitely like this past year and a half I haven't really had the chance to do that just working full-time but when you're working part-time in the past I've had more time to just kind of explore and do things for fun and that's what I really enjoy doing with like photography um, I'll post photos to Unsplash for other people to use for whatever they want because I've I've had to go there for photos for artwork I've created right 
so I just want to give back and be able to like let somebody else use something I've created for their own projects. And it's nice too, because I feel like you um, are more part of a community that way. You know, even if, if you're making like a graphic that's like, I made a graphic that it was called uh, consume create. And I like slashed out or striked out the consume part. Right. So I was like, just saying like, lately I haven't had a lot of time to do anything because I've been consuming too much. And in my post, I was saying every day we have a choice to make something new and put it out into the world or just keep scrolling and take in what everyone else is putting out. So like, I would love to do more projects like that where I'm encouraging people to like, kind of take what they have and make something new and not just like consume content. I feel like we're always doing that (laughs) every day, whether it be like podcasts or social media or just like, going to see movies and uh, obviously you know about all this (laughs) yeah it's an everyday (laughs) consuming. (laughs) yeah it's not it's nothing bad but like if I can inspire people to create more I think that would be better for everyone yeah definitely and we obviously have so much more creation now with the internet being as big as it is you know you could just Mm -hmm. go type in graphic design or you know things like comic book art and you can find hundreds of artists especially on you know places like pinterest or even i think deviant deviant art is the one that's more you know design and drawing and illustration Mm -hmm. focused and everything oh yeah i used to love deviant art and i'll still go there from time to time because they have great yeah they have great resources you can download sometimes for free yeah, I used to be on there all the time for some reason, even though I created nothing at the mm-hmm. time. And I just remember going on there so often. And then it's like almost like Tumblr for me. It sort of just died down. And yet I'll go on there every once in a while. And it still seems, you know, very, very big within the art mm-hmm. community, even though maybe it's not quite as mainstream as it felt like back in the MySpace days and what have you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they always have new stuff going on. And I think they rebranded like a year or so ago. Okay. So it's really cool to see that it's still, you know, a site. Yeah, I feel like I am going to need to go check that out again now just because I am so unfamiliar with it now, it seems. Mm -hmm. But what do you find for you is the best thing about graphic design? Is it the process, the final product, generating the ideas? I mean, I think it's all of those, but uh, for me, it's just awesome to create something out of nothing or do like a remix of something. Um, It's just a way to look at the world differently. And really, it's kind of cool to see when you put something out there, how people react to it, either whether it be negative or positive or just like they just ignore it. But the fact that putting something out there causes people to do things is just like a really cool concept to me (laughs) you know especially like i mean i'm sure you've seen it just like somebody posts something that's just so controversial or just starts like a huge uproar like seeing that kind of stuff not the negative but like if it's in a positive light is like really awesome and inspiring to me that we have the power to do that through graphic design yeah and is there any tool you wish you had for graphic design that you haven't seemed to find yet or do you find adobe has the whole you know arts and design world nailed down pretty well yeah i think they've definitely figured it out 
for all of us like um there was a presentation at work this past week they were showing some stuff that um, a couple of the photography people at ACO went to this photoshop world convention um, and they came back to show us some new tools that adobe had you know created for cc and there's a lot of stuff on your phone that you can download now like i think there's adobe sketch i'm gonna have to find them and send you a link but there's something where you can just like create style guides basically like colors and patterns there's just a way to like create on your phone and have it sync up to your computer so like the fact that we have those types of tools now that we didn't like five or six years ago is amazing because right. everything's like synced to your ipad your computer your phone and you don't have to it's like it's almost so easy that people forget because <laughs> either they might not know about these tools or like they just have been they haven't bothered to look you know yeah and i know especially with things becoming so digital lately even you know some comic book artists choose to create digitally now instead of you know mm -hmm. drawing out each page on you know a page that they then have to scan because you know with marvel and dc the comics are offered both physically and digitally so you know it's like y you have to have it scanned either way basically so it can go to the printing press and get put up on comiXology and you know their respective digital stores so do you think mm -hmm. you know digital is definitely helping improve the way people design oh absolutely i mean it, it just makes it more accessible and easier for people to get into you know like before you needed x amount of dollars to pay for photoshop and illustrator and now it's a subscription so you don't you can just make the choice to do it you know for a short period of time if you just want to experiment and see what is possible but for me like i'm not really an artist outside of what i do digitally right and I, I, I enjoyed art class and stuff, you know, in grade school, but I, it was, it takes a lot more practice. I think it's kind of, it's an easier way to get into, uh, being a digital designer. Um, the fact that everything's on the computer, um, at your fingertips, but it obvious, it still takes practice, but I think it's easier to like be introduced to it, um, and do it, you know, relatively well. Yeah. And I think, you know, for anyone who isn't really, into the digital aspect of it because you know i've had this conversation with my co-host megan moore on misaligned a few times how she still prefers physical books to digital books and everything and i'm sure some people still feel the same way about design where they want to you know have a pen in their hand or a pencil and a piece of paper and you know start there and i'm sure mm -hmm. learning some people are the same way so I know I would definitely suggest checking out your local library or something and see what they have as far as a graphic design section goes if you want to, you know, teach yourself, but you want to do it from books and what have you instead of, you know, trying to watch videos and create on a computer at the same time. That might be a good way to go as well. And especially if you don't want the distractions that come with being on the computer, you know? Oh, yeah. There's a ton of books at the library on design. And just like design theories and way, good ways to get started and not even doing it with, on the computer. You know, yeah. you can design things on paper. There's like industrial design, um, fashion design. You know, it, it isn't limited to just graphic design. Yeah, definitely. And are there any artists that you sort of 
enjoy checking out their work. I know, you know, like I mentioned with going to my friend's art show and everything, obviously I've picked up business cards from other artists and, you know, you can follow a lot of people on Instagram and sort of see all of their ideas come to life too. And while I'm not involved in graphic design nearly to the degree you are, for me, it's not really, you know, distracting to see other people's work on a regular basis, but do you enjoy Mm -hmm. looking at other people's work on a regular basis or do you kind of, like you said, limit yourself to doing it when you're not working on a specific project? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll check out people on Dribbble. Brandon Reich is like a person I really like checking out his recent work. I'm trying to think of other designers. It, it's been so long since I've been working full time. <laughs> I've been listening right. to so many podcasts mostly. Story of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jacob recommended a good podcast to me called Mega Maker. And okay. I forget the guy's name, but he just talks about the design world in general and like what it means to be a maker in like 2016 um, and just different ways you can challenge yourself to become better as a creative signal noise is like a really good designer that does like eighties retro illustrations. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm always on dribble uh, nowadays just to see what's new. So there's not really one, you know, there's not like a handful of people I'm constantly going to like I used to. Right. Um, But it's just nice to see like, how many new designers are always popping up in the community. Um, So it's nice to just see like, you know, younger people getting into it. And then people have been like veterans at it for the past like 20 years. It's cool to see what they're doing now. Yeah. And with graphic design being such a big part of your life, have you ever thought about, you know, sort of designing your own artwork to print out and put up in your house? Because, you know, Mm-hmm. For the rest of us, we go out and buy prints of someone else's artwork or, you know, movie posters or what have you. Have you ever thought about kind of just designing stuff yourself for, you know, displaying in your house or apartment? Not recent. I mean, like a couple of days ago, I thought I mentioned to one of my friends, it'd be neat to start making like posters. Right. I used to do a couple like inspirational like graphics, um, like one I really like that I, I would love to get printed. I had it say make small improvements every day right it's just like a good reminder that we don't have to like necessarily completely change how we do things you know to become better like in a moment we don't have to do anything overnight we can just like focus on one thing at a time every day yeah but yeah that's that might be something i get into eventually now that i'll have a little more free time um but i i like displaying other people's artwork in my like my office and like outside in our apartment we have a lot of maps in our living room because me and my wife want to travel, you know, when we can afford it. Right. But it's just like inspiring to see like how big the world is and, you know, that we have so much to explore outside of the Midwest. So it's just, I don't know. It, I would probably sell or give prints away to people because <laughs> I don't necessarily like my work staring back at me quite yet. I don't feel that confident in it per se. Right. But I know what you mean. Like it'd be neat. Yeah. So roughly how long have you been teaching yourself graphic design and working on this? Uh, Probably about a decade. Okay. Started was like 2006, 2007. It's definitely weird to say it's been a long time, but it's going to be even crazier to see like another 10 years from now, like if I'm still doing this and like where I'm at with it. So I don't think I could ever not do anything as a, as a job that isn't creative. Like I'm just so 
used to it and like want to keep going down that path. Yeah. And I think, you know, personally, I'm very impatient. So it's like, if I don't get something right away, it's sort of really frustrating for me. And I think, you know, with something like graphic design, you know, you've been doing it for 10 years or almost 10 years now. And it's like, you are still finding ways to improve things and switch things up. So I think for anyone who is like myself, you know, you also just have to learn that you can't learn this all in a week or even a month, you know, Mm -hmm. it's something that's going to take time. And I know when I did this logo, yes, it took me a lot longer than it probably would have, you know, had I paid you to do it, but it's like, Mm -hmm. I wanted to do this myself and sort of figure it out step by step. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the logo's a simple one, at least, you know, in my opinion, it's a simple logo. So it was, definitely a learning experience for me to do that myself, you know, get feedback from you and Jacob and then take that feedback and figure out how to fix those things. Oh yeah. The right way. Yeah. And I, I'm, I always love giving feedback to help people improve like their designs. And I'm going to be trying to do that even more, um, on like the chorus FM form that I created. Um, because I think there's so much value in just bouncing ideas off each other and like, seeing how you can tweak and improve things. It's like, if you're doing it alone, it just feels like really lonely first off. And then it's not, if you stare at something for so long without any input, you kind of become biased to it. So I think it's a healthy thing to do. Yeah. I've definitely been using the Chorus FM forums in the same way. Like in the comic book thread, I went to them and asked them how they prefer to have, you know, previews laid out on Hi-Fi Noise, which is my website. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had sort of a slideshow going that showed one page at a time, or I had a grid that would show all of the preview covers and pages. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I asked them, I was like, hey, what way do you guys prefer to look at these things? And, you know, pretty much all of them or everyone who responded said, you know, they like it in the grid style. So I took that feedback and made sure, you know, that was what I kept doing. And... Mm -hmm. I think, like you mentioned, something like that is really helpful because, you know, I don't see the website the same way other people do unless I specifically go to the website. It's like I'm in the editor portion of Mm -hmm. WordPress and I sort of just post things and I don't necessarily always, you know, check on every single post to see how it turns out. And obviously, you know, that's something I can improve on. You know, I can easily just go look at it. Mm -hmm. But it's also nice to have input from other people on what they like, because what the majority of them like might not coincide with what I think is best. And if I'm not the one who's going to be reading the content, it's fine for me to do it the way, you know, the majority of the people prefer it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're just you're getting an outsider's perspective and you really get to know what people are expecting because they're the ones using it. You're just the one putting out the content. Yeah. And, you know, another thing with graphic design that I think people can remember is that even if you're just starting out, I suggest, you know, showing your work to someone, whether or not, you know, they're a design person, just to see if it's something that you can get feedback on. Because, even mm-hmm. though not all of us are graphic design people, most of the time, you know, we know what looks good and what 
doesn't or we have an opinion on what looks good and what doesn't so Mm -hmm. even if you know it's just showing you know a sibling or your parents or a friend they'll still have feedback whether or not they are able to tell you how to fix it is another thing but you know they'll still have feedback on how something looks and you can easily keep you know all of those bad first projects to yourself and your friends and family you don't need to put them out for the public to see you know so you can sort of learn a lot of these things behind the scenes and then you know once you kind of hone your skills and everything then you can start you know making an account on dribble or behance or what have you to Mm -hmm. show off your work yeah absolutely and that's where like forums come in handy and like reddit and reddit can be kind of brutal but just like a friendly community or a slack group can be helpful right so there's so many places you can go now for feedback and not you know you can feel like you're not going to get judged too harshly yeah well are there any last words you have on graphic design i know we've covered quite a bit here in this 45 minutes or so mm-hmm. no it's just i'm happy to talk about it you know with anyone that wants to um I'm happy to give feedback to anyone that wants it so they can tweet at me um, at Ianny Baldwin. I'm going to try to make some posts soon on Medium and my own website, just like different resources you can find online. Yeah. Kind of just like how we talked about here, because I think it's like not everyone knows those things like you were saying, like it's just not always common knowledge where you can go to find the best um, resources or programs to use. So I think the more of us creating out there, the better. Yeah, and why don't you go ahead and plug your own website and your own design company that you have going? Sure. Um, so I'm doing here and see. Um, it's here and see dot design. Uh, I mostly focus on album artwork and logos for bands, um, but I'm also branching out just as a freelancer to do like branding and logo projects for businesses and products. So I'm not going to do that as here and see, um, but I'm going to be updating my own website. Uh, personal website anybaldwin.com very soon so right now you'll just see a like work in progress (laughs) on there with all my social media links but um yeah I just want to keep stuff separate so people know what to expect from myself as a person and then like hear and see right awesome well thank you so much for coming on to talk all about graphic design I know I definitely learned some stuff and I hope our listeners did as well I know Graphic design is definitely something that I'm sure a lot of people find either awesome to look at or, you know, like me, they sort of want to dabble in it, but don't really need it to be a profession or anything. So hopefully this podcast has something for everyone. And to our listeners, as always, thank you guys for listening, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Deanna.